There's no question that we are living in a chaotic world. So today on Bridges, we're going to step back from that and pause, take a look into John chapter 14, where Jesus gives us the promise of peace. Welcome to Bridges. I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm glad that you could join us. We're living really in some chaotic times, and sometimes as believers, we live in chaos. But we need to remember and pause that Jesus gives us the promise of peace. And so today, uh, Pastor Eric Reed and I are going to go through the book of John chapter 14 and talk about all that's there, but focus on the promise of peace. And Eric, it's always good to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. John chapter 14, well, all the word is good, right? Yes. So... It's hard for me to have a favorite, but there are so many important topics here. You yes. know, I think even Jesus talking about going to prepare a place for us and how he starts out this conversation. Maybe you could start us out there. Yeah, well, I'd love to, to read. And sure. many viewers are probably familiar with this text, mm -hmm. or maybe they're not. So this could be new to them. That's right. great. It says, let not your hearts be troubled, which is right off the get-go. He's saying, don't let yourself worry. Yep. Don't get yourself distraught. Don't let your heart be troubled. There's a lot of troubled hearts mm -hmm. today. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there are viewers watching Absolutely. with troubled hearts. Mm -hmm. And so to hear Jesus say, don't let your hearts be troubled. He then follows, it says, believe in God and believe also in me. In other words, here's, here's how your heart's troubles will be remedied. Mm -hmm. Believe in God. Trust God. Trust also in me. And he's we know that he is God. We're going to see that yes. in this chapter. But he says, in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So when he talks about being troubled in this world, he anchors are not being troubled in believing in God and trusting that Jesus, who's going before us, yes. is preparing a place for us to be with God. Yeah. And so his, his exhortation is to comfort troubled people by the hope of, of eternity. Mm -hmm. That eternal inheritance brings earthly peace. Amen. That's what he's dropping. Yeah, because on this earth, he says clearly, we're going to have troubles and trials. So when, when people say that they don't see that in scripture, I think, okay, but you must not be reading all of it. You're not reading the Bible. Right, because it says, take heart, right? Be encouraged. He's right. overcome the world. And yet what you're saying is our peace really is tied to trusting God, believing in Christ, and knowing that we have a place with him for eternity. So That's this right. world is not all there is. And that That's in right. itself is encouraging to me. That's right. It doesn't have the last word. Yeah. Yeah, because as wonderful as this world can be, yeah. it can be heartbreaking and challenging too. It will always be heartbreaking. It, yeah. So there's always a mixture of joy mm -hmm. and blessings and things that are celebratory and laughs mixed and mingled with tears yeah. and heartache and anxiousness. And those things tend to live together. It's not that it's like, this right. one day right. and this another right. day, they tend to live together. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Jesus doesn't give us the promise of no troubles. He, he actually gives us the promise of the opposite. He does. He says, you're going to have troubles. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter later uh, in his letter says, don't, don't think a strange foreign thing has come upon you yes. when you suffer trials. <laughs> the, these are expected. Right. 
for believers they're expecting. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus here is saying, so don't let your hearts be troubled. He doesn't say, don't think your life will have trouble. He says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Mm -hmm. So as you're living in troubled times, yeah. you don't have to have troubled hearts. Amen. And that's Amen. a battle. Yes, it is. It's not something easily just remedied. Right. And, and it's, it requires active engagement and relationship. So it's not like you just read this because, you know, sometimes I get that impression from people. Well, you know, everything's just Hunky like dory. this. It's yep. just wonderful. But like you said. It's not sticking your head in the sand. No, it, it all lives together. It does. Challenges, blessings, trials, struggles. And yet I keep re-anchoring my heart in God, in the hope of Christ, that he's the only way to God the Father. And that, right. is, that is my primary relationship, right. security, attachment. And that's the only way that's right. that my heart isn't completely troubled. So for you and I and viewers yeah. watching, that is the daily engagement. It's to... Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Focus our minds on the truth, which is, yes, in this life there's difficulty, but there's hope beyond this life. When Paul talks about these present afflictions and these current afflictions and troubles, aren't they're not comparable no. to the eternal weight of glory. In other words, Paul lived his life in the middle of a lot of afflictions, yeah, he did. and the thing that kept him anchored, mm -hmm. the thing that will keep us anchored, is to ground it back into the yes. eternal promises mm -hmm. that we have. And so that's what Jesus does here, and he says, and you know the way to where I'm going, and Thomas, Thomas is like, Lord, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> where are you going? Um, how can we know the way? And then that's when Jesus makes that famous, you know, yes. almost everybody universally has yes. heard it statement where he says, I am the way. Yeah. You know, Thomas says, I don't know the way. He says, I am the way mm -hmm. and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Mm -hmm. This is, this is an exclusive statement. Jesus is inclusive to all who will come to him. Amen. Everybody's invited. Everyone's invited, mm -hmm. but he's the gateway. That's right. He's the door. Mm -hmm. He's the exclusive one. No other way. He's the way, the truth, the life. And you don't get access to a holy God apart from Christ. That's right. That's and right. in the, in the, what that means is, is apart from faith in his finished work mm -hmm. on our behalf. That's right. And so Jesus states it explicitly. And he then says, if you had known me, you have known my father also. So he distinguishes. He says, God is my father. Mm -hmm. right? if, you known, if you knew me, you'd know him. If you know him, you'd know me. And then he says, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Mm -hmm. And this, this gets their wheels turning. Mm -hmm. They're like, how, how have we seen God? How, how is that? What are you talking about? Exactly. And Philip says, Lord, show us the father. 
And that's enough for us. <laughs> <laughs> Just show us the Father uh -huh. and we're good. Yep, you know, exactly. that's enough. Mm -hmm. And that's when Jesus says, have I been with you for so long that you still don't know me, Philip? Mm -hmm. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? And so this is a really important statement. A lot of people um, who are antagonistic towards Christianity will say, well, you know, Jesus never claimed to be God. There's people who say that. And it's like, you can't read the Bible honestly right. and walk away saying that we've imposed this on him. Right. Jesus he literally says, says, if you've seen the mm -hmm. Father, I mean, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yes. And he's not saying, I'm the Father. He's saying, I and the Father are one. That's right. The Word, in the beginning was the Word, John opens with. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's right. And the Word became flesh. So Jesus is God in the flesh. It's the Word made flesh, but the Word was always with the Father. They are one in substance. They're one in nature. Our God is one God who manifests himself in three persons. And what's interesting is in John 14, we see all three persons. We do. We all do. three persons show up. We do. And all of, you know, some of the talk about Christ and that he's a good man and yeah. he was a prophet. And he was this. No. He won't let you have him no. on those terms. No. No. It's all of him. That's and right. it's all of his word. And he is the way to the Father. Nobody gets to the Father without going through him. And that makes right. people angry. It does. And there are people who say, you know, well, I love things like the Beatitudes. Right. I mean, that is yeah. really cool. Love that. That's right. Well, you can love that, right? But that doesn't make you saved. You That's have right. to have faith in Christ. It's not in just who obeying he some says of his teachings. He is. That's, That's right. right. We can't just like and think his teachings are cool. And we yeah. like that part, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, I like no, these things. All, right. I don't like these things. Right. It's not like shopping at a store. You don't just pick and choose what you want in your little buggy. That's right. That's not how Christianity works. That's right. C.S. Lewis once said this, that Jesus... Um, you have to take him on his own terms. Amen. And he's either liar, lunatic, or Lord. Mm -hmm. You can't say he's a good man or a good teacher. He said too many controversial things to be relegated to just being a good right. moral guy. Well, how could you be a good teacher if you told people that you're in the Father and the Father's in you if and that's not lie. true? That's right. That's right. Like, that's not even being a good person. And to think that you are God in the flesh and you're not God in the flesh means you're crazy. Right. You've got a complex. Right. You need special care. You do. Yeah. You need, yeah, that's special right. Special care. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so when he says, I, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, yes. he is making a statement you have got to come to terms with. Yeah. If he's telling the truth, then he and God are one. Mm -hmm. And that means you've got to deal with where do you stand with Jesus. That's why he says, I'm the way and the truth and the life. And so he tells them these things. He says, uh, you know, if, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? These words I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. In other words, he says, even the things I'm saying to you and have said to you these years I've been with you are the Father's words to you. He's speaking on the authority of the Father. And then he makes this statement. So truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. So Monica, oh my goodness, 
Have you ever heard these verses used for anything before? I've heard them used for everything before, right? <laughs> That's right. And some of it really is really heresy. Like it's right. used in a way that Jesus did not intend. It's not right? the context at all. That's not right. at all. Like that does not mean that you get to go stand in your driveway and ask for a brand new car in the name of Jesus. And three seconds later, that thing appears. That's like, right. I've known people that do I, that. I've known a lot of people who have gotten drawn into that kind of trap yes. of thinking, Genie, uh, you know, Jesus the genie. Yes. Right? Just ask whatever you want in his name, and right. he shows up right. like Aladdin's friend and yes. says, What can I do for right. you? He's not celestial Santa Claus. That's right. right? That's right. We don't, he doesn't mean that I just say, In the name of Jesus, I want yep, fill, fill the in the blank. That's right. Thankfully, he didn't give us that kind of power because that would be so crazy and dangerous. It would be. But let's talk about what it does mean yeah. because he says greater works and it's exciting, the power of prayer, That's right. the power of his name. That's right. But like, how do we walk in that in a way that honors God? What does he mean? Yeah. So first and foremost, uh, one of the ways that we will do greater works is that Jesus was contained into one right. time and one place and, and, and he was with a group of people at one time. Right. He wasn't even in all of Israel at one time. He was in one spot. Mm -hmm. But now in Christ... With the Holy Spirit, each person who is a Christian is gifted yes. supernaturally from God to do good works, to walk Amen. in those good works. Ephesians 2.10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So here's the thing. Our works multiply around the world when we use our gifts and obey God by serving him and serving others. Yes. That's, that's how we do greater works. Mm -hmm. We literally multiply the works of God through our spiritual giftings right. as we indwelled believers serve him. Right. Because if you think about it, it has to be that That's right. greater in number That's right. in that he was in one physical location and wasn't everywhere at the same time. That's right. Right. Because what greater works, like greater than raising the dead he, because he raised the dead. He, he raised made, Lazarus. He yeah. raised the dead little boy. Blind uh, uh, yeah. eyes opened. Like what greater thing That's right. What would need to be done that he hasn't already done? It has to mean greater in number and That's over right. time That's right. because we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit That's right. when we have asked Christ to be the Lord of our life. And we know that that's where, what he actually means because he also says that it's better for the disciples mm -hmm. that he go away yeah. and that they receive the Spirit. Mm -hmm. The reason for that is not because the disciples didn't need Jesus. It was no, through the Spirit, mm -hmm. I can be with you all, mm -hmm. always. Yes. Wherever you are, whoever you are, if you're a believer, he is with you. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't be that when he's in a body. He's mm -hmm. God is in a body, in the person of Christ, and not everywhere at one time. God is omnipresent. But in Christ, he humbles himself. He empties himself. He did not count equality with God. I mean, again, this goes back to other passages yes. where we see, no, he, he is lowering himself by taking on a body. Yeah. And this, Eric, I think one of the reasons I'm glad that we're on Bridges starting to do the Bible study this way. Sometimes if we just study by topic yeah. or pick certain verses, we don't get the full effect. We lose the context. Right. Yeah. That context and that understanding that as we're reading this, we can think about other scriptures where Jesus said, you know, that we can, where Jesus said, he lowered himself. Yes. He, he wasn't robbery to think himself equal with God. We pull and then we get the comprehensive effect yes. of scriptures. And that's important in knowing who Jesus is, is. and having a relationship with him that's based on truth that's right. and not just one verse 
cherry picked. If for we the day. pluck verses out of their context mm-hmm. and just apply them right. to anything we want them to right. mean, that's how we get things like, well, you know, if I just pray uh, in His name, He says, ask anything. Any, I mean, He says anything. Anything. So right. I can ask for wings to fly, uh-huh. and He says He'll give it to me. Yeah. Well, that's not what He's talking about. No. That's not what He's talking no. about. So e- even the things we ask, if we belong to Him, um, are going to begin aligning to the things that matter to yes. Him. And when we're in a relationship with right. Him, where we are saying and meaning with our heart, I surrender to your will. That's right. You are greater, right? He's the potter. Right. I'm the clay. The clay doesn't say to the potter, right. here's what you need to do. I mean, I've done that before in right. my relationship with God. For I've explained sure. to him, this is how you can fix everything for me and make it better. Pots love to tell the, 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 the pots love wow. to tell the potter I'm what to do, especially you. in our case. Yes. And it's like, okay, so then I have to sit back and say, okay, Monica, that's pride and arrogance. Yeah. That's not a that's not a surrendered heart. Right. It's not a servant's heart. But that my heart in using the name of yeah. Jesus would be his will yes. and for his glory. That's it. It's, our relationship begins to change what we care about, what we love, what we desire, which is why when the psalmist says, you know, that ask of the Lord, you know, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Delight right. yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, the desires of your heart change when you're delighting yourself in the Lord. Amen. Amen. And yeah. he's our focus and our primary relationship right. in which we get our identity and our our security. That's right. The only real security that there is That's right. is in him. That's exactly right. The world security comes and goes. We know that. Yes. We see that. We, we do. suffer from that. We do. And unattaching ourselves from that and focusing and anchoring on him. Yes. Again, though, that's all active duty language. That's right. None of that is passively happens. No, we don't just sit back. We engage. We pursue. Right. Which right. is what chapter 15 is going to press into yes. even, even more so. In a greater way. That's right. You know, so he talks about these greater works and that makes people clap and say amen and raise their hands. And I love all that. Like, sure. Yeah, I absolutely. love all that demonstration. It's yeah. wonderful. That's right. But it can be misplaced. And I know that I've, I've run into that. For sure. In my, in my walk with Christ. And my, the really sad, sad part about it is, of course, it's not truth. People walk away from their faith. They, they get jaded. They get disappointed. Like I tried that That's and right. it didn't work. They either feel like I didn't have enough faith, so therefore I'm I'm bad, mm-hmm. or God doesn't love me. Right. You know, it, you're right. It right. can be disillusioned. Right. I them. prayed for so and so to live. I claimed every promise, That's right. and they didn't live. They didn't. And so then they either take that personally, like God doesn't love me, or like you said, I don't have enough faith. But either case, their relationship with Christ is damaged. And if they don't go back and open their hearts to his goodness and what this is really about, you know, that's heartbreaking to me. It's terrible. And and yet it's too common. Yeah. It's too common. Mm Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of people who say, you know, I used to do, I used to go to church, used to be a Christian. We see people... They call it now deconstructing, deconstructing their faith. That's right. Yep. That's right. And I believe at least some of the time it has to be because their faith got out there in a wrong place. That's right. Because they put expectations on God yes. to fulfill promises he never made. Right. Right. That we hurts. just We just want him to make them. That's they right. feel right to That's us. Right. And so much of this in growing in Christ is the growing up process of we have emotions. Yep. Jesus did. That's right. We know that he said, how long do I have to remain with you? That's I mean, right. there are some emotions. Oh, there's some times where he's just like, 
Really, guys? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's not wrong to have that, but when we expect God to meet all of our emotional whatevers, That's right. it can lead to being distraught. So a really important image to think about mm-hmm. would be we can either come under the authority of God's Word yes. and what He actually says in it, or we can put ourselves over God's word mm. and we begin to shape what it says based yes. on what we're bringing to it. Yeah. In other words, I want this to be true. Yes. So I'm going to take it this way. I'm going to twist it up this way. I'm going to make mm-hmm. it mean this for me. Yeah. And that's where you get to disillusionment. That's yeah. where you get to heartache. We have to die to that. And we have to go, no, what does he actually say? And let right. me come under that. Amen. And that, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's a much easier place to live. Am I the authority over God's word or am I coming under the authority right. of God's word? That's a really good helpful line for people That's and right. for those of you that are watching like if you've got into that place of heartbreak or being cynical or jaded you know i've done all that i understand yeah. all that but he's still god he's still god and if you come to that place that he's god and whatever he says is right and whatever we think may not be right it's a much healthier holier place mm-hmm. to live well he says and i think this is a great this is a great time to bring this up mm-hmm. Later in this chapter, after going through the sending of the Spirit, and, which is vital, he says, listen, I'm going to send the Spirit. And the Spirit's going to bring to your remembrance everything yes. that I've said to you, all the teachings that he's going to, you're going to get understanding. Remember in, verse, in chapter 13, he says, you don't understand what I'm doing right, right now. <laughs> One of the ways they're going to come to understand is the Spirit's going to be sent, Amen. who is the third person of the Trinity. Yes. But notice after he talks about that, he said to them, peace, I leave with you. Mm-hmm. My peace, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. So let your hearts not be troubled, which is what yeah. the chapter begins with. So you're talking about people being disillusioned. You're talking about people struggling with disappointment. And, and maybe their hearts are troubled, or maybe their faith is mm-hmm. waning. Or maybe mm-hmm. they're, you know, they, they believed God was going to do one thing, and it's been a whole different mm-hmm. path. Yeah. And yet in the middle of that, Jesus says, peace I give to you. Amen. I, Jesus is the only pathway to peace. Um, Jesus and trusting him is the only way in this world of trouble that we can have peace. And he doesn't say peace as the world gives, peace because your circumstances are good. Mm -hmm. It's peace in in the midst of chaos. Right. So, you you know, you opened up by talking about the the chaotic world. Mm -hmm. People don't equate peace and chaos as being able to go together. Not at all. I think I need to get through the rough patch and find peace. Just get out of the chaos. Right. Then know, just, peace can be found. Exactly. You know, and it's it's all of that. I, and I think it was a couple of days ago in your Knowing Jesus devotional that I got, it talked about peace and it talked about being able to be joyful. Yes. And it gave the example of even if your loved one has is wayward in the faith. Yes. And, I, you know, that can bring a lot of chaos into people's life. Oh, it's mercy. brought heartbreak so into my life, and, right? Yeah, that's How, right? Where did I go wrong with this person? Did I not pray enough? Did I not? And as I read that, in the Knowing Jesus ministry, you see, it brought that back to me of, I absolutely can be joyful. Yes. And I can still be at peace That's right. in the midst of this situation that I find really heartbreaking That's right. because I'm walking in his peace. That's and it. He's got it. I don't. That's right. It's his peace. That's the yes. key. It's not something you muster up. Right. And it doesn't mean you put blinders on and act like all these troubles aren't really <laughs> affecting you. Right. It's You can have peace with tears in your eyes. Yes. Absolutely. You can have peace while saying, I'm grieving this situation, Mm -hmm. whether that's a death, whether that's a wayward child 
or whether that's troubles in your marriage mm -hmm. or whether that's a job that's that's going the wrong direction or you didn't get that promotion you can rightfully grieve mourn be sorrowful even troubled yes and have peace amen and that's that i think that is important and i hope that that brings all of you some rest because sometimes we hear it taught different ways or we expect different things from ourselves That's that right. I just need to be ah, happy and full of joy. Yeah, and I, I got to put this face on. Right, but I don't have to put a face on. You I don't. can have tears in my eyes. I can have tears in my heart and be at peace because I know he's greater I'm than... I'm trusting him. Exactly. I'm and he's, leaning on him. He's greater than what I'm going through, and that's I right. can have his peace in what I'm going through, that's and right. so can you that's right. and everybody that's watching. I know he's preparing a place for me. Mm -hmm. I know that through his spirit, he's with me. Amen. And I know that he can anchor me yes. to the peace that he alone can give. And And you've said this repeatedly, so maybe the spirit is teaching this even right now for people listening. It requires engaging and leaning into that to yes. say, Jesus, you promise peace, mm -hmm. your peace you will give us. And that's what I need today. That's what I'm coming for today right. is your peace. I think if we take that posture before the Lord, yes. despite what's going on in our lives, we can have that peace. He promises to, if, if you ask that in his name. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. He wants to give you that. Because... When we're asking what's in his will. That's right. In his name. Then he's, that is going to happen because that is his will. Asking in alignment with his will. Amen. Because heaven and earth will pass away. That's but his right. word is going to stand forever. That's right. And um, this chapter also talks about, you know, if we love him. Yes. That we obey him. That's right. Because it's easy to say that we love him. That's right. The obedience part is not always there for us. Well, in, in, in the culture we live in, mm -hmm. it's easy to profess to be a Christian. Yes. In, in the Bible Belt, you know, where we live, everybody professes to be a Christian. And all that that means is that they own a Bible that sits unopened on a coffee table somewhere. Correct. Or a shelf. Right. It doesn't mean that they actually are walking with the Lord. And walking with the Lord not only includes a time with Him regularly, but obeying His Word. Yes. Um, I think Jesus says in Luke chapter 6, if you love me, why, why, if you call me Lord, Lord, why do you not do what I tell you? Why do you call me Lord? Why do you call me master if you're not doing what I say? And even here, that's what Jesus says is, 
If you love me, you'll keep my word. Yes. You, yes. you can't detach obeying my word and your love for me. They go hand in hand. Right. They go hand in hand. And the more we obey, the closer that we can be to him. That's right. Sin really does separate us from God. Yes. Even as believers that That's are right. living in some sinful part of a lifestyle or some, That's however right. it's been compartmentalized. That's right. There is a weight that's attached to that. That's right. And it separates us from God. No matter what face we put on, put yeah. the hands up in the air, it's there until we repent, yes. which means turn from it. Well, and we live in a culture that celebrates sinful things and calls them good. Yes. And so if we're not careful, we get duped into thinking, oh, I love Jesus. And, and yet we're living in ways that are not obedient to his word. And we're not obedient to his word either because we don't know it or because we want to do what we want to do. Exactly. And so we say with our mouths, we love God. But you know, in the Old Testament, God says, you, with your lips, you honor me, but your hearts are far from me. Oh gosh. And then one of the ways you can detect whether or not you have a heart far from God, is you're not obeying him. Yeah. And that's really the whole crux of it. It is. We're out of time, but thank you for coming. It's yeah, been so, so good to have you. Glad that we could be talking about um, John chapter 14 today. You know, as we close out Bridges today, I want to leave you with today's truth that, yeah, we live in a really crazy world, but believers in Christ are promised peace in Christ, and we can hold on to that in the midst of all kinds of crazy. We're out of time. We've got to say goodbye, and God bless you. For more information on a guest, visit our website, ctntv.org. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. Prayer changes things. If you need prayer, visit ctntv.org slash prayer today to submit your prayer request. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit monicashmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, we hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.